When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. New York City FC defeats Chicago. Nashville beats the Red Bulls. And Charlotte, they only get one point off of Inter-Miami in two matches. That's the only way on NYCFC Views. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. NYCFC Views. Collins approaches the shot, and New York City wins the first MLS Cup on their first try, and they're going crazy. New York City is the champion of Major League Soccer. The sickest New York City FC podcast. It's going to be sick. I'm Glenn Crooks along with Roberto Abramowitz. We're your uh, radio voices for New York City FC. And it was just two years ago, uh, that MLS Cup championship, but it's becoming uh, less likely uh, after the result uh, against uh, the most recent result against DC United on the road that has put New York City uh, on the brink, you know, uh, that. That was the intro, Roberto. Three things have to happen or that's it. That's it. How you doing? Hey, before we get going, very cool. So uh, as you know, but others may not, I'm, I'm actually vacationing this week, uh, international break, and New York City's not playing during the international break, which is not always the case. But uh, I'm in Albuquerque visiting uh, my daughter. I was in Phoenix visiting my sister. But listen to this. I just happened to get to Albuquerque. And on Saturday, have you ever heard of this, Roberto? The annular solar eclipse. That, that's not annual, annular, which means they call it the ring of fire. So it's not a complete eclipse, but it's a very rare thing. And if you Google it, Albuquerque is the number one place in the world to see this thing. And I'm here. So my daughter's order, ordered those glasses. You know, you can't look at a solar eclipse. You can't eclipse. look at it straight. Yes, right. please don't. Yeah, no, and we've got the glasses, and we're going to take care of it, but uh, a, a celestial moment uh, coming up on Saturday, so I'm very excited. It's, uh, it's given me inspiration, and uh, it, it's helped offset this, uh, this uh, latest loss for New York City and, and where it puts them. I mean, it's, um, yeah, I haven't thought much about it. I have to be honest with you. I haven't talked to really anybody in the club except maybe uh, one of the guys in comms. So uh, we're not going to be at training this week. So we'll just have to wait till next week and see how everybody's feeling. How are you feeling? I'm fine. I'm Good. absolutely fine. And by the way, I just have you checked the weather forecast because there's something called clouds that just may ruin your day. Not in 
it doesn't it doesn't rain here. I mean, every day is the same. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it rains or not. If there are clouds in the sky, you're screwed. No, it's supposed to be um, it's supposed to be perfect, and it happens at ten thirty in the morning local time. It lasts. Oh, that's for a good time. You'll be up for like five hours at that. Point. Yeah, well, it's there's this mountain range really close by. We're going to get up to ten thousand feet. Uh, get up there around seven thirty or eight. My daughter and I, and uh, just uh, and check this thing out with with our glasses. So it's supposed to be, you know, it's a really uh, sensational um, thing that just happens every. You know, that's the thing about these different eclipses or or uh, the uh, anything that happens in the solar sky. eclipse, lunar eclipse. Yeah, they just uh, they're they're rare uh, to to get them in completion. Actually, I I did find this out because I uh, texted a friend saying I was doing this and. Uh, Paul Blodgett, who some might even know who he is that are listening to the podcast. He's the goalkeeper coach savant extraordinaire in the New Jersey, New York area. Uh, but he's very much into the stars and the, uh, and he is he's jealous that I'm here. But he's going to be in Rochester, New York in April 2024. And that will be a complete solar eclipse. So I don't have the exact date yet, but certainly I'll let everybody know here on NYCFC Views. <laughs> Okay. Now, yeah. now we're, just as long as we don't start doing astrology or anything like that. No, I don't. You know, I don't. I'm not a big. I'm not a believer in all the. Uh, yeah, I'm a Leo. No, I don't know mind. what that means, to be honest with you. But yeah, I, I don't get too crazy about that. But the stars are pretty interesting, I have to say. Well, they didn't align for New York City. I'll tell you that much. No. In no, DC. No, no. Well. And in look, order to only, align, the only place that they've got to look to see what went wrong is find your closest mirror. Because they, that was their game to win. I mean, Christian Benteke didn't even play. And Benteke, when when the Red Bulls came in two weeks before that, he had a hat trick and they still lost five to three. And yeah. New York City, again, with their biggest problem, not being able really to score goals. And uh, they didn't create a hell of a lot of opportunities either. It was a very weird game. Uh, it was very disappointing to see the game. From my perspective, you, you would think, that there would have been a sense of urgency, that New York City would have been on the front foot, that they would have been dominating and, you know, crashing the goal and, you know, having most of the possession and all of that, especially at the beginning of the game, showing their intention early. And I don't know from your perspective, Glenn, and you were in the fishbowl next to mine at the at the goal line at uh, Audi Field, but uh, I didn't really see much of that, if any of it. It was disappointing. Well, there were no, and I know the, the staff looks at big chances. And, and I, I remember Ronnie Dyler was the first one I really started hearing about big chances. He'd compare it to the opponent. And, you know, they would, they would feel good about themselves if, if they had more uh, of those sorts of big chances uh, than the opponent. Even if they lost the match, they could look back and go, all right, well, here's how we can correct it. But there were no big chances compared to three for, uh, for DC United in this one. And, you know, you know what we talked about, Roberto? I don't know if, if you thought about this. So Benteke, that was a very late announcement. Of course, everybody, look, we talked to a, a number of um, people, uh, staff and, and, and players, uh, well, not players, just staff about Benteke. And, and they were, uh, you know, they're concerned about it. 14 goal score, he's, a, he's tough to deal with physically. And, and you have two center Good backs. in the air? Yeah. I, like the previous game that they had, they lost in Austin, but he won, I just remember this stat, he won six of seven aerial duels in that match got three of his five shots on goal. You know, I mean, that's the kind of, um, that's the kind of striker he is. He's tough to deal with. But, you know, there could be that when he's not in the lineup and now Eric Hurtado is in, Eric Hurtado has had 
you know, congrats on his longevity, but he's had a pretty mediocre goal scoring as a striker career in MLS. And you wonder if there's just that little bit of let up, like that almost like, you know, the exit, oh, we don't have to deal with Benteke. And look, that's a, that's, you have to get inside the brains of some players for that. You'd have to do some sort of analysis that way. But we kind of thought that that might, that might have had a bit of an impact. No Benteke, now it's going to be a little easier. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I mean, at that point, of the, at this point, I mean, every one of these games, and it has been for the past month, has really been a playoff game for New York City. And if you can't get up and be excited and be 100% motivated to go out and play these games and do your best, uh, and, and somehow you find a way to relax and everything, then, you know, that's, um, I, I that, know. that's not good. But you, you cover that's not the good. NFL. I mean, this is in general, not just for New York City. But you cover the NFL, and they play, I don't know how many they play. They play 16 games now? What, what do they play? Up to 17. Okay. So in an entire year, there's what, 365 days a year, 17 games. And I'm sure I I know when I read after a game that a player or a coach said, yeah, we weren't quite ready to play. And the first thing you can always think of is like, man, you only have 17 dates on the year to be ready to play a game. Why can't, because that's athletics, man. So you, you, it's deeper than, you know, the, the actual just playing of the game or that it's a playoff game or do you know you have to win in order to have a chance? All that is out there. But then there's that little thing that might, you know, it's it's not an outward, hey, Benteke's not playing. Let's, you know, it's going to be a breeze. No, but it, yeah, it it can, I, I understand how that can seep in and maybe you feel, well, it's going to be easier to defend. How does that affect your attack? How many chances do you say the team created? Well, uh, big chances, which is a stat that they look at. None. Right, none. In a game that they absolutely had to win against a and that was inferior an opponent. Yeah, I mean DC United is, although they're ahead of them now in the standings, but they probably shouldn't be. Well, how about that's pretty interesting, right? DC, if you look at the uh, conference standings right now, they're in ninth place, which is in playoff position, and and they're and eliminated. They, but they've been eliminated <laughs> for the playoffs. So you could go like, well, what was that all about? Well, it's just because they already played their. Uh, their decision day match was against New York City FC. <laughs> They're the, uh, the the odd man out in a 2019 league on decision day. They will not play. So, uh, so they will mathematically they can't finish in ninth place. They just but they're in ninth place right now. Yeah. So so let me get your take on all this because you have mine. What what was your take on on the game on the, the effort uh, on any way you want to measure this? What was your take on all of this? Oh, I didn't think the first half was going particularly well, but I also I didn't I didn't get any sense that DC United was going to put it in the back of the net. Not a I just didn't I didn't think that you know I. But, but then they how do they score right before the half? Set piece. I mm. mean, come on. So defending set pieces has 
clearly been the bane of New York City's existence this year. Whether they helped solve it along the way, midway through, or there, there was a s- string of games where it certainly had uh, become apparent that uh, it had been emphasized and it had been cor- a lot of things have been corrected. But to, I think, do I have this right? Two, two of the last three goals, I think, have been set-piece uh, uh, concessions. So it's really, um, that, yeah, because of Miami. So the 1-1 the game. So it's, um, yeah. it's really, um, that's the most distressing thing. So now you go in the locker room, you're down a goal, uh, and it's just, um, so that's my, you, I, I know you're looking for more from me than that. How did I feel about it? I, it's, it's hard. And I'm telling you, from our vantage point, it, it was really hard to, to really see the game, you know, to really get a, you know, well, yeah. a sense of, of, of the game, but they got, you know, there were, to me, it was, it's, it's, it's the 2023 old problem, uh, not creating enough chances, quality and conceding on set pieces. And it's all- I'm looking over here. I'm looking right now at momentum, right. Uh, which is part of, uh, yeah. what you get on Fop mob, uh, DC United had the ball basically, for the first 12 and a half minutes of the game, then New York City had it for a little bit, and that was like five minutes to the 17th minute. Then New York City got it back again at like the 21st minute and gave it back up like on the 23rd. I mean, this whole half, this whole first half, it's all D.C. United. They didn't get the ball back again until the 32nd minute, and then they gave it up in the 37th, and then they didn't have it back well, again. Here's the, the other the thing, Roberto. I, this is the other thing I thought of, and I, I've got the eclipse on my mind, so I, I actually uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't bring this, this up uh, for you. in a clear manner, but <laughs> but they uh, Chicago uh, DC United changed shape. They played a four three three. They don't play a four three three. They played with Benteke out of the lineup. They went to a four three three. My guy Matty Lawrence, uh, he felt that that played a role in D, in New York City, not maybe sorting it out uh, themselves uh, enough, preparing for something different, and, uh, and, and D.C. United having the advantage early on, which I think the momentum did swing. I, you, you said it was like the third. Yeah, in the second yeah. half, it's different. In the second half, it's, uh, it's a situation where New York City is dominating the second half. They just, you know, they had the majority, I mean, a large majority of, of the ball, but uh, – their effectiveness wasn't uh, wasn't on par. So at the end of the day, they had fifty three percent of the ball. If that means anything to you, uh, but expected goals. If that means anything to you, one point five six for DC, one point one one for New York City. New York City had more shots, eighteen to fourteen, but DC had more on target, six to five, three nothing on the big chances, as you already mentioned. And um, but that's not good. You know, that's no, not no, good. No, nothing else that, that that really stands out. DC United produced more than their expected goals, and New York City uh, underachieved in their expected goals. So that's not a good. That right there is 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 not a good look. And and look where look where it places them. And I I don't know what what's been happening in training and what they'll try to work on leading into the Chicago match at City Field. Uh, it's you know you just it's. You play the match. You got to get the three points. But look, so let's look at the other two games. The Red Bulls are at Nashville. Nashville's been—I don't think Nashville has scored a goal, and it's something like four of their last five matches. It might even be worse than that. Like, 
but they they can't score right now. Nashville, they're in a really bad way. They're like two seven and two in their last uh, eleven matches. So the Red Bulls, you know, they're going down there and they're just going to raise hell from start to finish. And, and you wonder if um, if New York City could even get that result, which needs to be a Red Bull loss. And then Charlotte against Inter Miami twice. Tata Martino has pretty much said. You know, we're playing for next year now. So he's going to, however he constructs the team over the last two weeks, he's going to try to set it up as if uh, it was kind of leading in to next season. So maybe that's good. Maybe they'll be loose. Messi will get some minutes. And uh, it'll, it'll look a little bit like when he arrived. But uh, I, Charlotte's got to – Well, they one of their games. My, my, in, so Charlotte has to play into Miami twice. And get one uh, the first get... game is going to be next Wednesday. I don't know if Messi is going to be back by then from the Argentine national team. And in what yeah. shape is he going to be in or if they decide just to shut him down? Yeah. Although I know that I, I just read that they're going, they're trying to plan a tour of Asia uh, right after the season ends. So maybe he will play because the whole point of take, going to Asia is the fact that Messi's playing. They, you know, no, nobody's. <laughs> interested in what are they uh, you know in robert taylor sorry to say what are they Although, the Cos- I, I like robert taylor what are they the cosmos they're gonna go do a tour well, of asia you know the galaxy did the same thing with david beckham okay i guess it's the same there's a lot beckham of interest in uh in beckham in you know in Messi in asia you know beckham when he was playing maybe not so much now so have you uh it uh, october the 11th we're recording this on the 12th right so the yes. Messi, uh, Messi Meets America was uh, dropped yesterday by Apple TV. I, I haven't – I'm going to try to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I I've haven't heard either. very good things, but so I haven't Be- watched it. I heard great things about the Beckham one too. Well, that was – that just dropped also. So I've got that downloaded for the flight home, Roberto. So I'm going to watch the whole thing on the way okay. home. Okay. So we'll see. Uh, that, that's got to be a good – that's got to be good. You know, he's uh, – I like Beckham. I mean, yeah, you so know. do I. I mean, the times that I've interacted with him, he's been like such a down-to-earth, nice guy. Uh, it, it's he's amazing. He really, really is. Well, As we like to say he's a mensch. I that's beyond my all that, Mexican, by the way, beyond all that, he almost doesn't get the, enough credit for the, the kind of, and I'm sure this is uh, illuminated in this documentary, the kind of player he was, not just a great player, but how tough he was and how yeah how much of a team player he was, you know, all those things that sometimes when you look at Beckham because of his wife and all the glamour and glitz and all that other stuff, but man, he was a bulldozer. He was, he, he's a great player, man. And he, he had a lot to make up for because uh, remember in one of the world cups and I can't remember which one it was, if it was two ten or maybe two, I don't think it was 2006. I think it was, it was, I think it was 10. It, well, where he got red carded against Argentina yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, that virtually cost him, you know, advancing, or at least in England's mind, yeah. that that happened. And it took a long time for him to be forgiven for that. Well, uh, just uh, elsewhere in uh, MLS, uh, Timo Pukki, I thought I mentioned this because when we saw him in person, even though New York City lost the match 2-0, that was the first game after the League's Cup break, I was totally unthrilled if that's a word with Timo Pukki. I, I just thought he was all right. Well, you know, well, he was the MLS player of the week. He scored four goals in a match for Minnesota. And that was against the galaxy, which I guess uh, took the galaxy home as far as anything in the playoffs and yep. all kinds of other stuff. So, so uh, first game Pukki, without Adrian Heath, 
Don't forget that. Oh, and, yeah, and first without Adrian Heath. So he was all fired up for that, I guess. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yes. So let's put it in context. It takes, is for summer transfers especially, for most people, for most players, it takes it takes a while to adjust yeah. to MLS and to sure. adjust to either the physicality or sometimes the speed, faster or slower, whatever it is. It takes time to adjust to this league, adjust to your new teammates, adjust to the travel especially. There's a lot of things, and it just takes time. And we're not saying this as an excuse. It's just been proven over and over and over and yeah. over and over. But it looks like Puki uh, was able to uh, get his legs under him game. And it was at home where they've been horrific at home. They've been absolutely horrific at home, and they won at home. So they keep their uh, slim playoff hopes alive with the with that win. I, I I'm not going to go into the West and try to calculate all that, but we know the East is the East is getting a little simpler to uh, to figure out. And uh, and and New York City plays Chicago. Uh, we've got that on our uh, on our radio broadcast, NYCFC Network, nycfc.com slash radio. City Field, everybody, uh, the old uh, odd kickoff time of 6.09. But uh, so the games are what at 6 and 9 p.m. East, uh, 6 and 9? Yeah, That's, something yeah. like that. There's three. The, the East, all the East plays at 6. The West plays at like yeah. 9. And yeah. I don't know if it's a 6.09 kickoff. It might be literally at 6. Who knows? I mean, we haven't gotten well, the, that's true. Uh, that's the true. paperwork yet on that. That is true. All right, so that's uh, – that's the MLS side of things. How about if we uh, we kick it around, Roberto? I wanted to make a quick mention about the US U23s, the Olympic team. I mean, they qualified yeah. for the Olympics with Mikey Varis. That was that U twenty U twenty three thing happening almost simultaneously. Uh, the uh, the qualification for both. Um, uh, so the U twenty three is under the Olympic team. They're in the Olympics for the first time since two thousand twelve. I think that I have that right. They just beat Mexico two one on uh, Wednesday night, Roberto. I don't know if you even knew this because it was not it wasn't a word. On TV. Was, not a word was mentioned anywhere. It wasn't on a stream. Well, actually, or TV I take, or, I will disagree with that. That game was supposed to be on FS1, and then I read that it was supposed to be on VIX or something like that. I forget if it was VIX or or maybe uh, Peacock, Telemundo. It was on one of the streamers in Spanish. That was supposed to happen, or maybe it was VIX because the Mexican national team was there. But uh, as far as I know and as far as uh, I read, at the end, it wasn't anywhere, and the only thing to do was follow it on Twitter Live. It was at the Phoenix Rising Stadium. Right, but but the U.S. won two to one. They won two to one, and U twenty three. It's an interesting uh, whole setup because you know they've got guys like Ballaroon, Reina, and Musa, uh, who you know none of them are going to play. But that's a that's an aid. You know that's a, if they had everybody uh, on board, they, they'd win the uh, gold medal. You know, good chance. They, they have U.S. is loaded with good young players. Uh... Ben Kakramaski is, is is on the U.S. Uh, Olympic team, so um, I, I didn't get a chance to see if he played or not, but uh, he's on that team. Yeah, I did not see it. That's our friends at uh, I'll Thank Soccer America for uh, updating me on that this morning. Just opening up my email. Uh, USA Germany coming up, uh, which I'll uh, be there, and you'll be there. Oh, you're going to East Hartford? I'll be there. Oh. I'm going to East Hartford. I'm going tomorrow. 
Well, talk about Making it. Making a, a stop off in Bristol to have lunch with a friend. And then, so I'll be leaving here somewhere around one o'clock, eat lunch from three to four. And then East Hartford is like about 25 minutes up the road or well, where, of there. where can people, people on Twitter follow, you know, the, uh, follow your thoughts about it or what? Yeah, what? absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'll be tweeting a lot about it, I'm sure, or X, whatever it is. Yep, mostly in Spanish, probably, but. I don't know. I'll see. Maybe I'll do something bilingual. Who knows? Right. Well, it depends. The... It's just like a feel thing. <laughs> if I feel like ranting in English or in Spanish. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think it's a, I'm not going to be able to watch it live and I'll just have to watch it when I get home, but um, I'm kind of interested. Why did in... you watch it live? Because I'm going to be uh, hiking. Uh, where am I going to be? I'm going to be somewhere hiking. So and out in the wilderness. That's why I, it's what a I night do. Game, huh? You're hiking at night. It's I'm I'm in. It's a night game. I'm in Albuquerque. There's, there's a time. They have to, they, they, I'm sure they have internet. Yeah, we're watching you. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna carry my iPad and watch the damn game while I'm hiking. Uh, what your phone isn't good enough? No, you can I'm watch not, it on your I'm phone. Not, I'm not interested in that game on that day i'm focused on my daughter and hanging out what's Whatever. wrong with you what's wrong with you anyway trust me I my am... son would trade me in for a giants game or a man united game like like that well i was playing little league when my sister got married and i remember telling her i said if you schedule the wedding on a day that i'm playing a game yeah i won't be at your wedding so just if you want to consider that go ahead if not whatever i understand all that stuff does she remember who you are since you haven't spoken to her since that day? No, I just visited her. She welcomed me into oh, her house. Okay. I, guess, I guess everything's okay. <laughs> I guess you've been forgiven. Um, yeah, I guess I've been forgiven. Right, what else do I have? There, you know, there was an interesting story that I wanted to relate. Well, you had something you wanted to say about Why don't we bring that up and maybe we'll close well, with that. The, the, this wasn't for the kicking around segment, but we, we went there early, so... But all right. Um, all right, so let me see where I have this. Okay. So um, there's a little bit of a snag in the uh, New York City FC Stadium situation. And the problem is that the president of, the, of, of Queensborough, the Queensborough president, Donovan Richards, who's a supporter of the stadium, by the way, is a big supporter of the stadium, is now using that as a bargaining chip to try to get the Adams administration to reinstate a popular street vendor market that's in Corona Plaza. Now, I haven't visited, so I don't know where that is or, uh, you know, what's going on over there. But it seems like during the summer, the sanitation department, police department came and, and raided the area and got rid of all the street vendors that were in that area. As far as I understand and, you know, having read on the Gothamist was that... A lot of the store owners in the area thought that that was eating into their business, was becoming a blight, that there was a lot of garbage. And so they took them all away. And so now, you know, a lot of those people, you know, make their livelihoods selling there. And now they're asking them to apply for licenses, yet there aren't enough licenses in the city because the city hasn't, um, you know, 
I'm thinking of the word in Spanish, damn it. Um, you know, well, hasn't elevated the number of, well, when right. you speak two languages, they sort of get confused. No, I'm, uh, they, they haven't I'm always increased. Impressed, That's bro. the word that I'm looking for. I'm always they haven't impressed. increased the number of licenses yeah. that they give out for street vendors and food vendors and things like that. And so they're like none available. And so now they've sort of drawn their wow. you know, line in the sand and they're not going to give the okay to continue, uh, you know, with all the things, the Erlop process and all of this until they get, until he gets his way and gets the city to relent and well, to allow at least some of the street vendors to be able to go back. Now, the next meeting is in four days on the 16th to be able to do this because the first meeting, which was last week, nobody was, uh, there were reasons that it wasn't ready. And so now they're going on to the 16th, which is the next meeting. And so we'll see what happens if anything gets fixed then. If it doesn't, then I don't know how far down the line it goes. And if that starts affecting the timeline of when the stadium starts uh, being built, if everything gets approved. So uh, you know, there's a lot at play over here. At the end of the day, I don't think, and people that I've spoken to, that, you know, I have a good sense of New York City politics and all that, that if this is really the biggest hurdle that New York City has to jump over to get this stadium done, it's not going to be a major problem. But for now, it's a problem. And, they, you know, well, they got to figure out how to get, you know, it's nothing New York City really can do. This is a battle between the Queensboro president and the city mayor. And they've got to basically get together and figure this out and try to come to some sort of an agreement. And then, you know, everything, all the support towards the stadium goes back to where, you know, everybody's on the same page. Well, I have a very specific question, uh, which I don't know if you have the answer for, but when you um, talked about the number of licenses, there's a, a cutoff to the number of uh, street vendor licenses that the city of New York will permit. So if that's the case, then it seems like there has to be another layer of approval. That is the approval of more licenses for these vendors to be licensed in this area. So if that's the case, that's another, that's a, to me, that's like another step that has to be taken. I'm sure that there are ways of getting around that either temporary right. licenses or just increasing it if they want to. I don't, I don't know what the process a hundred percent is, but uh, you know, they, the, the number of licenses and permits to legally be able to sell in the city has been limited really for decades. So, uh, and then, you know, there's been all sorts of delays, you know, of people trying to get that expanded. So, you know, but look, politics are politics and you can make arrangements and you can make deals and maybe you can make, you know, temporary licenses. I don't know. Or maybe they can give them an exception for X amount of time. I mean, that's going to be between Donovan and uh, Adams and, let them figure it out. But Jesus Christ, I mean, this is a multi-billion dollar project that includes housing, schools, you know, all sorts of things that that that, that, that area needs and needs yeah. desperately. And you know, this can't really be like a huge holdup where this is going to delay this for months or years or anything like that. It'd be insane. Then again, politics in New York and all over the country can be insane. So well, let's see how this plays out. So I wonder, uh, you're uh, friendly with Efrain Juarez, who's now with Ronnie Dyla uh, at Club Rouge. And uh, 
I am as well, but not to the same extent. You guys uh, have those uh, Spanish conversations that uh, I can't take part in. <laughs> but, so he's the former we New York City assistant. We keep you out of it, Glenn. We the, the keep for, you out of it. The former, I'm sure. The former New York City assistant now, uh, under Ronnie Dial in New York and now, um, and, and now at Club Rouge in, in Belgium. So I'm in, a, uh, I'm in a country bar, really nice, uh, with my sister in Phoenix, and it's uh, a guy on stage with the open windows in the back. It really reminded me of Broadway in Nashville. And he had this big tip jar up there, a big, uh, big uh, can of, with tips on it. And he also, you could Venmo him. This is incredible, man. You can Venmo tips to people to make requests. I, I suppose that's... Yes, you can. That's probably everywhere now. But again, I'm, you know, I don't get out much. Yeah, so, yeah. So Slow on the uptake. It's, uh, it was a fun night. But I, so I requested... Whiskey Lullaby by Brad Paisley. And the reason I did that was in honor of Ronnie Dyla. For when he was in Nashville coaching New York City FC, um, the day after one of the games, you know that Broadway strip, it's just bar after bar after bar after bar. You know, I, I don't know in how there. many. Are, there's 20, 25. So he went into every one and put 20 bucks in the tip jar and asked them to play Whiskey Lullaby. So in honor of Ronnie Dyla. So I filmed it. I sent it to Ephraim because I, I still have an occasional text with him. And he shared it with Ronnie this morning. He said, Ronnie got a big kick out of it, really enjoyed it. Was thankful that we still remember those guys. Of course we remember them. We remember them all. Dome Tehran is uh, apparently uh, a candidate in Portland, according to Tom Bogert, um, as, as a former New York City guy. I wonder if he'll, he'll – uh, I don't know what role he'll play in that process, or if, you know. If and you wonder interested. if uh, what's going to happen in Austin if uh, Josh Wolf is going to stay beyond this year, and if he's going to become a candidate there as their symmetry X Man well, City man there. Now here, I'm on vacation, and I feel like I'm out of it. Josh Wolf has already been re-upped. You missed that one. He I has. did. Yeah, he's uh, he he got re. Uh, uh, oh I think God. it's I think for two years. I think I think it's a two year deal. I think. But I know he's re-upped. He'll be back next oh, year. Oh, wow. I really did miss that. How yeah. did that happen? Your friend Ariel, your broadcast partner, put it in our group text, and you missed it. Wow. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel shame. That's all right. It's okay. So, um, And then as far as uh, what else do we know? Uh, Patrick and uh, Christian out there at Strasburg, they're still like in the middle of the pack. And uh, and Jason Kreis is a free agent for the uh, for the update of the former New York City FC coaches Nick Cushing, current coach. He's got a big match obviously coming up uh, a week from uh, Saturday at City Field, and let's see what happens. I mean, things will have to happen in order to get into the postseason, but those days are crazy, so you never know how it'll be, Roberto. Right? Yeah, I know. I, I've been doing like old old Jets all week, as there's been no New York City, so I guess I I've missed that. I have. There's so much to read oh, on don't the worry about every day for, for about those it. games. So don't worry about it's it. crazy. I guess the thing to really just point... won, by the way, the last game. You should be oh, happy. I well, I watched it in Phoenix at oh, I wish I could remember the name of the of the pub. It was really a cool place. Outdoor, indoor. Every game in the NFL was on. And I, I got a seat for the Jet game, beating the Broncos on the road, man. That's awesome. Um, yeah. but what I was gonna say is I guess we should make it very clear that uh, New York City could well go into that Chicago match, I guess, right? If if Charlotte wins the midweek match against Miami, that's it. Because Charlotte can only get one point total out of those two games or New York City's done. It's done. You so, can put a fork in them. 
All right, well, we know who to root for on when. And that's a for, that's another former New York City assistant, Christian Latanzio, who's guiding yeah. uh, and managing Charlotte. So they're all over the place. All right, man. Absolutely. You're it's cool? going to be uh, it's going to be a crazy week. I hope decision day means something for New York City because that would be fun. If it does, um, you know, they still won't have their, you know, they, they still won't be able to have everything in hand as far as you know the, on their own because they still have to wait to see what Miami and Charlotte do on that day as well. But well, the fun, you know, the here's fun hoping thing that, that uh, if. Charlotte ties or Miami wins and you know the, the game might mean something for New York City they'd have to win and, and wait for Miami to win or tie depending on what happened the game before for that last game for Charlotte right well but and also cool, Red Bull in Nashville yeah well the cool part is all those games are on at the same time I think uh it's they at are, Nashville yes. it's, it's at Nashville so does that mean it's a nine o'clock game it might be I don't even know so we no, I think that's it. a six o'clock game uh that, that should be a six o'clock game right. I mean well, they're, they're fighting for everything in the east well, what's the point right. of that? There is no point. And it's they're so, in the East, too. It's no fun. That's true. They're in the East. I, I forgot. They were only in the West one year. So I, I, I yeah, forgot. Yeah, they just them. loaned them to the West for a year. And then St. Yeah. Louis came in and so All right, back man. here. Well, we won't promote our broadcast since uh, we don't have one this weekend. Go Jets. Uh, they got to beat the Eagles. That would be fun. And uh, outside of that, I'm uh, just going to be uh, – remember that, that – you know, keep me in mind when uh, the uh, annular solar eclipse takes place on Saturday at 10.30 a.m. Mountain Time. I guess that's uh, 12.30 Eastern Time. And uh, and just, you know, send the positive vibes out here that the sun is shining bright so I can see the uh, sun. Happen. I hope you're able to watch it and enjoy it and don't go blind. So uh, I won't go I, blind. I hope for all of that. By the way, your Jets are 0-12 against the Eagles' lifetime. That's excellent. <laughs> They're due. Just thought you should know that. <laughs> And the Eagles are five and zero so far. No, they've looked. I, 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 I've seen that. I've seen that. All right. Yeah. Roberto, good stuff. San Francisco, Uh, second best team in the league right now. All right. Well, we got uh, Sammy, our producer. Sammy, thank you for Roberto Abramowitz. I'm Glenn Crooks on NYCFC Views. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast NYCFC Views on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.